Hi, this is Mark. And this is Francois doing the Daily Ride podcast for month 6, 2011. And even though we make podcasts like Al's makes burgers, we're still putting the commute and commuter entertainment. Well, let me start off by apologizing. I have no idea what happened. Grab your coffee, man. Okay. Oh. I was texting you. Were you? I called you. Is your phone on? Uh, yeah. I woke up when you called me. I don't know how many how many times did you call me? Well, I just called once, but then I started shouting down the stairs. Yeah, I I did get the call. That's when I woke up. And uh, and then I like started scrambling to put on my pants. And Am I clear over there? Uh, yeah, you're clear. Okay. Well, I yelled down the stairs before that. Oh, really? Yeah, before I called. Man, I don't know what happened. I was out, out. Zombie sleep. Yeah. Uh, Sam woke up like... <laughs> I want to say you woke up anywhere in between five and ten times last night. Just, you know, every 15 minutes. <laughs> kind of a... Yeah, I know. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> you know what that is? world's smallest violin yeah. playing just for me <laughs> yeah so yes he woke up many times and I don't know I had my alarm set apparently you were texting and calling me <laughs> I just I slept through everything oh look the vines are all ready they pruned up all they've done all the winter pruning on their vines Ooh. Yeah, well, they're going to make some Cabernet Sauvignon there. Nice. You know, to be honest with you, I don't think it's the right grape. I swear to God they should be growing Rieslings. Huh. I mean, I, maybe it has to do with the soil more than it has to do with the climate. And I'm not, I don't know that much about wine growing. Okay. I know a lot about wine drinking. Yeah. But I don't know that much about making it. But it just seems like this is the perfect climate... This is a similar climate to where they they produce the best. It's it's a little bit colder, right? But where they produce the best rieslings, yeah. So I don't know why we're not producing rieslings. I still have not come out of my morning fog. I'm sorry. Uh, what's six times nine? Uh, forty nine, forty five, <laughs> forty five. <laughs> is that your final answer? Yes. Yeah. You want to think about it? No, it's 45. Yeah. Six times nine, 45. Yeah. You want to think about it some more? Yeah, go ahead. Fire I'm off another one. I'm going to let you think about that one some more. No, I got it. No, no, I don't think you six, do. Six times nine, 45. What's five times nine? 45. <laughs> How could that be? <laughs> oh, shit. 54. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> I am really out of it. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny, though. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> eight times seven? Seven, eight. Uh, seven and eight went on a date, and they became 58, 68, <laughs> 64. <laughs> 64 is eight times eight. Hold on. Shit. <laughs> 56. Wow, that's good. 
those are two of the more difficult ones, believe it or not. So for some reason, there's no frame of reference for 56. It's yeah. just pure memorization. So that you can't, you know, it's like, because... I know there was some rhyme to remember one of those. Maybe. It's like six and eight went on a date and they became 48. 48. Yeah. That's what it is. So not applying to the one that you asked me. <laughs> but everyone enjoys a rhyme. I can't believe that I've woken up and driven like this before. You know, <coughs> it's funny. You know, you think about it when you're on a long, long drive. Yeah. And, you know, you're getting a blinky. He yeah. starts by getting blinky. Yeah. And at first you're just like, well, okay, I'm a little bit blinky, but we're, you know, I'm only an hour from home. Yeah. I'll, uh, I think I can make it. Right. And you rub your eyes and you open the window and you turn on the radio loud and you, you know, do whatever it is you got to do. You chew on a Twizzler. Sure. And uh, and then you get that weird sort of sleepy, drivey sugar high. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then sleep starts wanting to take over, and the road gets boring, you know. And you could be driving through the most fascinating whatever, but the right. road is like just droning by you. Right, because your your mind shuts down whatever's on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes yellow it's line. It's one long strip of gray. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then the next thing you know... Oh, how's my speed? Coppas, you're going about 15 over. I think you're okay. I think we're good. Uh, so... Uh, it didn't look out on patrol No, he did not. But I got it. It's warm enough today. I think I can put my radar detector back up. Anyway. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, and then the next thing you know, you're like, how the fuck did I get here? Yeah. But you did, and you didn't smash, Yeah. and you're still not awake. You're just sort of startled. You're like, wait a minute, I thought I was home in bed. What? How am I here? Why am I driving? Where are we going? Oh, yeah, okay. And you sort of, it all starts coming back to you. You're driving on your short-term memory. It's not processing to your long-term memory. Eesh. So you're driving, Dangerous. you're aware, yeah. you're there, but it's just not but going into your short, your long-term memory. Right, yeah. I um, Or your medium-term memory or whatever it is. Yeah, that's definitely where I'm about. I'm mm. not going to remember this. Uh, well, fortunately, we you'll have a, a digital reminder. Yeah, thankfully, we're recording everything. <laughs> there will be a record yeah. of me not being able to do math. <laughs> You're going to listen to that. This going to make you laugh when you listen back to it, though. Yeah, thanks for uh, that. <laughs> Man, I got to tell you, though, up and out the door, three and a half minutes. Yeah, I know. It, you know, you're welcome. Thank you for all the training. That really is something, uh, something special. <laughs> I don't know a lot of people that can do that. Uh, unfortunately, that's your superpower. That's my superpower. <laughs> I can go from awake to on the road. From dead sleep. In under five minutes. Consistently. Dead sleep. Dead sleep. Yeah, there you go. You're still not quite with us. <laughs> I can go from getting awake. Sort of oh, what I Oh, waking up. Yeah. Not. <laughs> yes, no, I understand. Stop making fun of me. <laughs> I'm tired. I can go from awake 
to awake. <laughs> I can go from awake to still awake. St- still awake in a nanosecond. Yeah. <laughs> in less time than anyone can calculate. Um, that's a three-syllable word. All right, starting to kick in. Calculate. Yeah. Quackulate. Calculate. Yeah. When I'm trying to be funny, I pronounce it quackulate. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step on your line. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> there. <laughs> Suck on that. <laughs> so, uh... No lady in the plaid jacket today. No, but I did see her. The I pointed her out to your mom the other day when we were riding in. Oh, really? She was running a little bit late. Or we were early, which well, just seems actually, unlikely. we're running a little bit late. Oh, That's we've missed her. We, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's already at work. She's punctual and on time. You know, we should ask her if she wants to come work for us. <laughs> That's true. I know. She seems trustworthy enough from <laughs> from what we've seen. <laughs> from what we know about her. Yeah. yeah. She, she likes she her plaid. She likes plaid. And, uh, and, oh, she has a fuzzy hat, too. Right. And she arrives to work on time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty consistent. You know you what I like about the... clock by her. You know what I like about the fuzzy hat? Yeah. You know why we can set the clock by her? Because she, she takes has the to bus. Catch the bus, yeah. yeah. Uh... You know what I like about the fuzzy hat? You know what that tells me about her? What? She's not all stuck up in her ego. Right. She's less concerned about looking good and more concerned about being warm. Well, yeah. She's less concerned. She'll sacrifice being warm for looking good, which shows an ability to reason. That that you, that's the opposite that of what, what you said. That, that's the opposite She'll of what... She'll sacrifice looking good for being warm. Yeah, but you just said the opposite before that. Did I really? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, man. So, uh... Next time, I don't care how late it is, <laughs> you gotta give me a good solid five minutes and a cup of coffee before we get in the car. Uh... Uh, yeah, sure, I'll do that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that'll be fun. No, unfortunately, he's having too much fun. Um... No, but but she's she's like, she's got a little bit of a like, uh, you know, I'm gonna be warm, and yes, I know it's a funny looking hat. Uh-huh. Uh, what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> you know, yeah. what do you, you know. So she's got sort of like an independent. It tells me she's got a little bit of a, you know, either that or it's one of those affected like, uh, you know, how those people sort of dress like like uh, the hipster kind of thing where. Right. They wear something stupid, but it's affected. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Like a but I, it like doesn't a kerchief. Yeah. From the pocket. Yes. Yeah. Like first of all, what's a fucking kerchief for? Well, it used to be, I think, to tell people you were gay. No way. I think there was an element of that. I can't remember exactly how it worked. The, I was thought that was the piercing on the right side of your ear. Yeah, that was one. And if yeah. it was the left side, you were pushing drugs. Yeah, there was some sort of thing about that. Yeah. I can't remember that. But yeah, there was all... Well, everyone seems to know about it. But no one knows what how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. They know, like, they know if you get it on the right side, that's bad. But they never know what the left side used to mean. Oh. Does the right well, side not, mean you're not gay? Not it's bad, but it means you're gay. Yeah. Okay. This could be bad, I guess, if you're trying to. It, well, if you're women. not, if you're not gay, it can be yeah, bad. If you're sending off that signal, right? Uh, you don't want to do that. It's all sorts of unpleasantness. Yeah. I was listening to, uh, I was listening to the two homo podcasts. Yeah. And uh, which is funny. Yeah, pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. And I listen again, perhaps. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, you know, I could, but the thing is, is like I couldn't go all day with it. No, no, that's true. And that's why, like, like a nice fifteen-minute. They do a fifteen-minute segment. Yeah. And uh, then you've had enough for a while. Right. Nevertheless, it was funny, and they were talking about uh, straight people having gaydar. Yeah. And and they were just like. And how useless it They were just like is. they were bullshit. Yeah. First of all. Yeah. They you you know gay uh, straight people do not have gaydar. I'm gonna have to agree with them except uh, some straight people, some straight men rather, have male gaydar. Some straight men have male gaydar. Listen, right. I I know that. Uh, you know, I know that uh, you know Truma Capote was gay, but I don't need fucking gaydar to figure that out. Right. I know that. But the thing is, is like okay. But I didn't know Rock Hudson was gay. Here's the thing: unless the guy, unless the guy is really, really kind of straight gay, you know what I mean? Straight gay. Like acts really straight. Just yeah. Has no. You know, he's given off no vibe. But so he's so he's he's he's. But done a dude a can tell when another dude's a little off. Oh you know? man, I don't know about that. I mean, I yes, really? if you sp- if you spend a lot of time with them, yeah, you know, or not even a lot of time, but because at some point the other guy will say, "I enjoy chugging cock." Well, that could happen. Right. That could happen, but no, no. I mean, if you spend a long time with someone, you know, you realize and you could be like, you realize, oh, okay, wh- I get it, you're gay. Yeah, my or gaydar has picked that up. Well, but it's not your gaydar. I mean, if I study some gaydar is like you see a guy and you go, "Oh, that guy's that guy's gay." Yeah. He doesn't look gay, but I can tell because my gaydar is picking it up. Yeah, but maybe I'm a little confused about how you're interpreting gaydar. Gaydar to me is when you're at when a bar. You can just tell from by looking. Kinda With from looking, little, little, little to no very subtle clues. Okay, little right. to no interaction. And I'm telling you that straight men okay. do not have that. I was thinking more along and the lines of. And straight women do not have that. I was thinking more along the lines of maybe you talk to them for a bit. If I got a friend, you know, not intimate but acquainted, you know, like for instance, perhaps you get introduced and you have a 15-minute conversation. At the end of that 15 com. You might pick up some clues. I might be able to say, "Mm, gay. You might... Yes. You might pick up some clues like that. Um, Gotcha. But but what I'm saying is is that you're infinitely less sensitive to it than gays are. And here's why. And they they said why, and I agree with them. It's because, you know, they've... uh, Homosexuals have to... Have had to rely on it for their survival. In right. a lot of ways, you you know, some gay guy hits on some straight guy, that you know, twenty years ago, that could lead straight to a dragon, you know, a good old fashioned frat fag drag, as South Park would put it. Right. And so you, they've got to be careful. Oh, when you said dragon, I literally. I know, I know, I know. You're still in. Beast. You're still in dreamland. <laughs> I was not yeah, separating. No. The Dragging. Okay. Is that better? Is that dragon or a yeah. good old fa- yeah, yeah? That's what Mr. Garrison calls it. Anyway, uh, yeah, that that was a legitimate, genuine fear. Okay, and yeah, so I'm with you, you develop your senses as to as to you know, and I think that's the purpose for some of the some of the vague codes and and stuff like that is because it really was important that it, you not be out. <laughs> and think about how hard that was, or that can be, for a flamboyant 
right. gay man so or, wait a minute. or gay think, woman, you lesbian. Think a few, you think like another 20 years down the road, uh, as, you know, homosexuals become more and more accepted and everything in Vermont, they... You know, it's pretty cool. It's, it's pretty cool here. Yeah, it's pretty cool Although here. there's a lot of a lot of redneck hillbillies. Still a lot of bigotry, but pretty cool here. But like, say another fifty years down the road, let's pretend that everything will be cool at that point. Okay, I I don't think it ever will, but I don't and I'll tell you why will, after. I don't think it ever will either because there you know there's always some. Well, minority that, populations are always going to get picked on. Right. Exactly. But. But hypothetically speaking, if everything were cool 50 years down the road, do you think that they would lose that ability because they've no longer had to rely on it for their survival? You know, so they it, can just go coming on to everyone and, and it, just no, when, I don't they, think when they hit I don't think the score and they chalk everything No, I don't, I don't think they'll... Just a nece- lot like guys do with women? No, because I don't think they'll necessarily come on to everyone. No, I don't like think that. that either. I think because you don't want to. You don't want to. You know, it's funny. Well, thing. I don't come on to every girl. Okay. Well, y- so why would they well, come on to every? Well, good point. Yeah. That for starters, but also there's another thing. Uh, you know, you you don't. If you look at everybody as a sexual target, like for example, if you know a guy is married, even if you think he might be bisexual, like you want to fuck with that noise? No. No. Right? So... No, that's a shitstorm you're not ready to unleash. Well, maybe you are, and maybe you aren't. But I just think that most reasonable people would not. I think even if you think you are, you're not. Hmm. Yes, good point. Yeah. But but you might... Uh, you know, I mean, some people are just assholes, and they're going to do whatever the hell they want to do, and... Okay. Uh, but... But I do think that I, I don't think that it's uh, okay. well. First of all, I don't think it's ever going to be sort of warmly okay. welcomed by all. There's always going to be some bigots, just like with blacks. I mean, there's you know, in this day and age, shouldn't be a damn person okay. who gives a good goddamn about the color of anybody's skin. Right. Should not be. You really should not be. It's out in the open. We all know bigotry's bad. Right. Y- they, you know, it's not like there's some some sort of. And it's uh, so much easier, as I believe it was Larry Miller who said, it's so much easier to hate people on an individual basis. I, I couldn't agree was more. Was it Larry Miller? Uh, Might have been somebody else. I can't remember. Maybe yeah. George Carlin. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I, I and yes, absolutely. Yeah. But but point being is that hating anybody for the color of their skin, their sexual preferences, their ethnic origin, uh, the fact that their uh, great-grandparents uh, slaughtered your great-grandparents, right. that any of that shit, well, I mean, that's a little closer to home. But even mm-hmm. still, even still, if it was their great-great-grandparents, let it fucking go. Yeah couple of generations and then just let it go it's done it's over that guy who's looking at you didn't do it right if he does it uh, take him down but until he does it yeah. it's not his fault right. you know i mean uh, you know poor fucking germans you know yeah <laughs> i mean they really got a bad rap well they got a bad rap and they're gonna yeah, live with it they're gonna live with it for a long time and in some ways that's fine bad rap is fine uh, you know, you want to cast that sort of humiliation over a culture who's done a shitty thing like that as a lesson to all to any other cu- right, culture. Right, to keep them from letting some other small group do it again. Right, exactly. Right. And so this is part of the price you pay for it for a long, long time. We're going to call you everybody with a German accent a Nazi. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, even though nothing could be further from the truth. Right. Um, 
but that's just you know you should have taken down Hitler while you had the chance, you know, and your 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 yeah. people are gonna suffer in the on the world stage uh, because you know you did something pretty sh you know you let somebody do something pretty shitty in your midst yeah uh, uh, and you know we're probably going to get some of that same rap as Americans you know with the stupid things that our we let our our government do yeah um, great so now you know Muslims all over the world are going to use us as their as their uh, rallying cry as their, their homicidal <laughs> games as their rallying cry you know because uh you know, because we're insensitive when we go and and uh, force people to do business with us. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> or whatever. Fucking Americans. Or, or whatever. Or whatever. Trying to do business with yeah, everyone. Yeah, making them. We make them. We make them sell to us. Yeah. Any case. Yeah. Uh, so you don't think that uh, by offering them a price <laughs> they can't refuse. All this. All and, <laughs> and plasma TVs. And, plasma and Hollywood TVs. movies. And blue jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all this to say. Uh, ho uh, homosexuals won't be coming on to each other in 50 years. I don't. Or it won't be coming on to everyone in 50. Uh, years. No, I don't no, think they will. And I also don't. But I mean, do I hope. Hopefully, there'll be a, you know a welcome, accepted, uh, you know, and people get off their insecurities about. Right. Well, but I mean, like what I was. Uh, what I was more getting at is like, do you think that they'll lo lose? the main ability to do that not that they'll be coming on to everyone but do you think that they well hopefully won't have the, the gaydar and end up having to do what i do to find out if someone's gay which is either a talk ask to them or for a while b talk to him for a while and then be like oh this person's gay maybe i have a shot with them and then move forward from there uh, you know ho i don't know well let's write I the two homos and and ask, and them, ask them what they think about that yeah. well let's do let's that let's do that cuz uh, i'd like to know well, I'm I'm curious as well, but I don't know that they would necessarily know, because right. it, it's a funny thing about that. Like, I mean, hopefully there won't be a need to have gaydar. Right. You know, I mean, I can tell when. Uh, no, I can't. I was gonna say I could tell when a girl's uh, interested in me, but I can't. You can't. Yeah. Don't so even pretend like you can. They basically short of jumping my bones. To, yeah, have to. <laughs> <laughs> they really have to like. Uh, almost, a, I don't know how you tie like a uh, you know, that cattle a, wrangler's that knot, you know, <laughs> like they swing over their head and then they kind of, yeah, yet. they get you around the neck and then, uh, and then they basically take you down and tie your hands and now, legs around your and back. And then you go, are you interested in me? And then they take you home. Right. You know, it's, that, that is a twisted, twisted curse. Yeah. I'm never in oh, my life. I gotta say, worked out pretty well for me so far. Uh, yes and no. <coughs> I mean, uh, you know, I mean, Worked I'm happy. well for me sometimes. I, I'm perfectly happy with a lot of opportunities. I'm perfectly happy with my life. Don't get me wrong. Right. But I just, you know, as a kid in school, it caused me endless frustration. <coughs> just because I had no idea, no clue. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't tell the difference between a chick who liked me and a chick who hated me. Yeah, I, I really couldn't tell the difference. I had no idea, and you I know, wanted to you know. know. You know what that is? It's being oblivious <laughs> to other people's feelings. It is, <laughs> isn't that's it? That's it's, what our it's, is. it's the payback for my insensitivity. Yeah. I, I got my karma in advance. Yes. Yep. God damn it. Anyway, it's. I mean, as it turns out, it's fine now. I don't care. But right. Uh, but as a kid growing up, it was just a just a a, a torture. 
Right. And, it, you know, I don't think all guys are like that. I think some guys know. Mm. Oh, for sure, some guys do. Yeah. If yeah. their mama's taught them or whatever. Yeah. Although that's a little dangerous, too. That has its downfalls, too. What? Being sensitive to when... No, knowing. Oh, knowing when chicks like you? Yeah. Oh, because you become an asshole? Well, not only do you become an asshole, but every once in a while, you think a girl likes you, and you think you know it, but she doesn't. Oh. And you know what? I'm much better at spotting that out. When a girl doesn't like you. When a girl doesn't like somebody else. Oh. <laughs> and she's not into you, dude. I can pick that off from a mile away. Yeah. And I'm I've had to go to my buddies sometimes and just be like, uh, seriously, no. Well, I must say and that. And they're like, no, no, no. I think I really got to admit. No. You're like, no. I'm well, sorry. I must say I'm better like, at well, spotting it than other. Because I, I think it might work. And uh, yeah. and I'm like, all right, dude, your funeral, whatever. You take your time, right? Well, I'll I, be over here. I agree with you. Watching. I agree with you. I'm much better at spotting both things right. in other people. Yeah. So, like, if I see some chick who's interested in some dude, right. I can go, oh, that chick's interested in that dude, well, or I, you, or I, whoever. I think you and I both have a degree of what Adam Carolla calls hypervigilance. You know, hypervigilance what, what does he disorder. Mean, what does he mean by that? We're paying too much attention. Oh yeah, I know, I know. But what? How come that doesn't turn around on us? Like, why am I not hyper vigilant about? Because because uh, the disorder has a blind spot. Oh, uh, I see. It's kind of like how fortune tellers <laughs> can see everybody else's future, but, but their, their own. own. <laughs> 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 it works along the same lines. Sure, sure, the same uh, uh, psychic logic. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm feeling more awake now. Yeah, you're seeming to come to a little, little yeah. bit better. Off to, uh, off to a crawl this morning, but. Uh, mm, what's going on here? Right into it. This guy that wasn't what doesn't want to be in his lane. No, nor does he want to fix his gas tank or. I don't care about that. Just rims. get in your own goddamn lane. I'm just saying. You know, you know what's driving me nuts? What? Everybody on the planet is swinging to the right before they make a left turn now. It's like de rigueur. Yeah, we really need an instructional video. Why do you have to... You don't, Are you driving a semi-truck? I don't know. And in fact, they teach you that in... Don't do it. In driving school, they just don't do it. You can turn. Seriously, your car can like, do I mean, it. I've it had was built for it. I've had people come way out into my lane. Yeah, to like make halfway their, out. Yeah, to make their left-hand turn. Just turn left. I think they've seen it in the movies. Just turn your steering wheel left. They've seen it in the movies? Yeah. Are they watching a lot of trucking movies? I think they're watching a lot of movies where uh, a particular stunt driver has to get a lot of speed to do something really impressive on the next thing. So the idea behind it is that you swing out and come in to, you know, like pull a spin or something. <laughs> they're just making turns. Well, they're making me mad. They're not doing anything impressive. They need to stop that. They need to perhaps endanger Because they're going to they're gonna cause an accident. <laughs> That'd be uh, impressive. Yeah. yeah. All right, get to work. Get to work. Dee 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 dee
Robert uh, Johnson said they get old blues man, right? Yeah. Like a Delta blues. Uh, yeah. Anywho, uh, so yeah, okay, so I'm at the warehouse, and. Uh, it sounds like the beginning of a joke. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I walk into a bar. So and, uh, uh, a Jew sits down between two Arabs on the airplane. We interrupt this anti-Semitic joke for a public service announcement. Listen, I just have to apologize yeah. to all the listeners out there who were, you know, offended by my... Uh, by your setup? By my, uh, by my Semitic setup. I know. Um, and I know it could be offensive to uh, many of our German listeners <laughs> to have a Jew sitting down with an Arab. I'm just saying. I know that some people would find that hard to listen to. I'm sure there. So I'm <laughs> sure there are many Germans rolling in their graves right now. Uh, or <laughs> we could tell people the real reason we're anti- interrupting, interrupting my anti-Semitic joke. Okay. It's well, actually not an anti-Semitic joke. It's uh, because Jews and Arabs both are Semites. Right. So it was. Uh, well, it wasn't anti-anything, really. It was just a stupid joke about some Jews and some Arabs. Well, it's anti-peeing and coke, I guess. Well, I don't know. Uh, yes, it, is, it does end up being anti-peeing and coke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it equates peeing and coke with Sorry, bombing. I just ruined the punchline if you want to tell it again. That's great. I'll never get to tell that joke. I know. I know. What a shame. Surely <laughs> the world's lost. That's, uh Yeah. Any case. Uh, so why so are we really interrupting this uh, <laughs> podcast? So tell me, Frost. Well, why? Why? It seemed to be going so well, and suddenly we had to interrupt it. Why it is was. that? It was going very well, and about 15 minutes in, <laughs> I realized the cord was unplugged again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That must have there come as is. quite a surprise to you. It came as quite a shock. Yes, I would think you'd be getting used to it by now. <laughs> I think you ought to have to perform a forfeit every time you do it from now on. What do you mean a forfeit? I say. I gotta tell the. uh, I gotta tell the. I gotta uh, come clean with something humiliating. Uh, you either gotta come clean with something humiliating. Or it's not humiliating enough that I keep fucking up the audio, no matter how many times I try and remind myself. That's no matter what precautions we take. Apparently not. Mm. Um. So I'm thinking that... One day uh, we'll have an engineer to do all this. <laughs> one day. One magical day. I say you... Uh, <laughs> we can yell at him for fucking right, up the exactly. audio. Exactly. I say you forward... Uh, <laughs> I say you forward your uh, your browser history uh, to everybody on your email list. Ah, cleared it last <laughs> night. Touche. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> Currently my browser history is now, wh- when do we come back in? That's what we needed to know. We need to know when we come back in so I don't repeat us. Uh, we come back in... What are we talking about when we come back in? When do you realize it and what happens after that? I know it's going to be a spoiler for those listening. Okay. <laughs> well, you'll hear it, so there it is. But uh, I think we come back in... Uh, I've just started to bitch about... Uh, the ironically, fact people not doing their jobs... <laughs> To the best of their ability. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. The irony's not lost on me. Um, taking pride in your work was that what we were talking about? Was that what we were discussing? Taking pride in your work. And as we were as we were talking about taking pride in our work, 
Uh, I realize that I should take a little pride in my work. A little more pride. And do the double check that I usually do at the beginning of the car ride. Is that really what happened? Uh, Well, I kind of... I looked and down, and it's it's always the huge tell is when you start talking and the line kind of goes pretty much dead. You know, because I'm monitoring the so sound you're, at so all you're, times. So you're watching. You're watching the little uh, I'm little wave. The, I'm watching the wave file go by. Yeah. And I say something, and it comes in loud and clear. Right. And then you say something, and it's just a little blip on the. <laughs> yeah, you're trying barely. to silence me. It, it's, it's you uh, can't silence me. It looks like it looks like someone dying. Is essentially the, you know the, just the heartbeat getting dimmer and dimmer. <laughs> uh, but that's what it looks like when. You're not plugged in when we're not plugged in because I'm sitting right in front of the computer and the computer has its own mic. Right. You know, so it's not like it's not like we're losing everything. Like, I know I could recite everything that we talked about. You know, here's what we should do. What? Well, no, it's it works the same way, so you can't do it. Well, I was thinking if you could shut the computer mic off, then you would know immediately. Well, I would know immediately because... I would it would be dead silent instead of that's actually not a bad idea <laughs> maybe I'll do that because <laughs> then, then, then I'd know, I would know immediately because I would say hey we're back and nothing would happen right exactly which would be kind of nice that's my point which would almost be refreshing that's my point yeah mm-hmm. alright because well, I tried taping up all the other holes on <laughs> I know just don't even <laughs> whatever. I mean, I see tape on there right now. You couldn't have possibly plugged it into the earphones All right, again. Well, I'll I will tell <laughs> I will <laughs> No, we're good. I've got tape on it. <laughs> I know. I, I double checked anyway. <laughs> okay. In case the tape fell off. Well, you can actually see my voice move in the line here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're coming in clear as okay. an azure sky, so, deepest blue. Now that we bored people with our fuck ups, what are we? What are? What is it we uh, plan to well, talk about? Okay, well, uh, I'm gonna start by retelling the story that I told that we lost completely, uh, which is so I'm at the warehouse. Okay. And this is where you begin to tell your uh, Semitic joke. Oh yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and then yeah, so I'm <clears throat> I'm at the warehouse. And uh, Asmir is there, and he's picking up all his Casamolino furniture. Our good Bosnian friend. Right. And he is wearing... I'm going to paint you a little picture right. again. Uh, you've already just been painted. L- let's, let's pause for just a second. I think I know what he's wearing, but you go ahead. <laughs> Tell us what, what <laughs> okay. he's wearing. He's wearing a black uh, sweatsuit. Sweatsuit. Nice. Yeah. Did you... Knew what was coming. Well, th- no, even more than I knew what was coming. Food. What, what does else would he be wearing? Yeah, Bosnians love sweatsuits. I know, I know, they really do. I think but all sort of uh, near Eastern Easterners like sweatsuits. I think it's because like they're really comfy. Czechs love sweatsuits. Yeah. Uh, Poles like sweatsuits. Yeah. Russians love sweatsuits. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about Hungarians and... You know why? It's because it's so much nicer than, than the burlap they were <laughs> wearing back in their home country. <laughs> it's true. Burlap is itchy and yeah, scratchy. Yeah, it's like going from denim to silk. <laughs> sure, exactly. You're like, oh, I can't believe the clothes so comfortable now. Yeah. yeah. So, nice. Nice accent. Did you like that? Yeah, well done. Where from? 
I gotta say, uh, I mean, it was clearly Slavic. But yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't know if I could pinpoint it. But I, I, uh, that was Potsylvania. Potsylvania. Nice. Mm-hmm. Is that a little Rocky <sighs> Bullwinkle reference? I it is. It is. Detect? I thought you'd like that. All right. So, uh, so Asmir's there picking up his furniture. Asmir's there picking up his furniture, and uh, he's wearing the sweatsuit. But the sweatsuit, he's a really tall guy. Not very tall not, fellow. Not like six four six crazy five. Crazy tall, but six four six five. Really tall. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I'm looking at him, and his sweatsuit doesn't quite go all the way down to his ankles. In fact, not even close. In fact, clearly. He was wearing a sweatsuit that belonged to a shorter man at some point. Well, what, why is he wearing floods? Well, I don't know. I thought of them as capris, but... Sure, capris, okay. Know. But in any case, I'm, I'm looking at it. And because, like, it's... First of all, he's wearing shoes and then socks. And they're socks, you know, long socks. They're not, you know, short sure. running socks. And he's wearing long socks. And then... So the socks come up, so then the there's a bit of leg. And then I can see leg. What, like four inches, five inches of leg? I want to say three or four inches of leg. Really? And then pant. Is he wearing his son's sweatsuit? I don't know. <laughs> but in any All case, right. so now that I've painted you the image, okay, sure. he's also smoking a cigarette. Sure. And it's How very p- Eastern European of him. Right. And now he's standing on the sidewalk. Just kind of, he looks very Eastern European. You know, you can tell. Sure. Hunched over a little bit. Hunched over a little bit. You know, probably from being so tall. You I know. know I think like he does. But, you know, level. all it's funny. All the Eastern Europeans can do that hunch, no matter how short they are. So having life kick you in the ass <laughs> maybe <laughs> enough times. Maybe you're just like comes naturally. You're just like, what fresh fucking hell is this? <laughs> you know, you're <laughs> you keep just your head over you your keep cigarette. your head down in case the bullets are flying. Yeah. Right. So um, he's uh, he's standing on the corner and the skyline delivery guy pulls up and uh, and I'm about to unload twenty five pieces of furniture. He's got sofas for you, right? He's got sofas. And so I... He's a real southern hillbilly, too. Yeah. I like him. He's a character. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, I didn't talk to him much. Because uh, I was... Eh, I don't know. I was, he I likes me. We're, we're buddies. We're pals. Yeah. Well, he was asking where you were and if I was all alone today. And, you know, I just... You know, normally I'm good for the chit-chat, you know, because sure. I know it helps. And I like him to like me because yeah. I want him to... To do more of the work. Well, more of the work, and you know, like you can get them to do. No, I know, little I know. When it's they raining, like they'll you. back in o- end for you. Yeah, yeah, there's a, yeah, you know, they yeah. they do. You know, there's a certain amount of extra stuff that a person is willing to do when they like you. Right. No, you got you know? it. You and got it. absolutely. No, nope. so, say no today, more. But today I was just. You're I'm not in the mood to smooth. Not in the mood. I'm just like, hey, you know, let's get these pieces off the fucking truck. It wasn't raining. No, it was nice and sunny. Um, what's crawled up your ass? I don't know. I was bumming about something. I can't remember what particularly. I got over it fairly quickly, but at that particular moment, I was not in the mood. <laughs> and I decided... Well, then, all right. Yeah. And uh, and he could tell, you know, so he wasn't trying to be overly chit-chatty. He was like, get the, let's get the show on. Yeah. Right. He, you know, he, I was giving off the vibe, and he was receiving the vibe. Okay. Yeah, he's, so. he's a reasonable dude. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, so there's Asmir standing on the corner. Okay. 
Uh, and along come three children. Ten to twelve. School-age children? School-age children. Just, you know, sure. child, you know, clearly children, not sure. teens or anything like that. And Asmir is, had just been talking about this thing he was doing. He's setting up a soccer thing. Europeans love their soccer. Yeah. So, uh, but what, like a club or something? Yeah, like a club, you know, that's going to meet on the weekends and kids sure. are going to be able to play soccer or sure. whatever. Anyway, anyway, uh, the kids come running along and he said, you know, like they're about six feet past him, maybe. And they, hey, 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 kids, kids, come back here. And they're like, what? And he's like, you, you come here real quick. They're like, oh, <laughs> you know, they sense danger. <laughs> he you wasn't know? holding a lollipop or anything, was he? <laughs> no, but he's wearing pants that are too oh, short yeah. for him, smoking a cigarette, and Eastern European looking, speaking with a thick Bosnian accent. The, sure, the sure. image is not good. Sure, sure. And sure. He's going to steal them and take them back and sell them to Russians <laughs> to or something. To his gingerbread house. Right. <laughs> they're in the white slave market. <laughs> uh so 12 years old you can't get anything for him no you gotta i mean uh, 12 year olds don't know that year year and a half and they're past their prime i know 12 year olds don't know that but no so any case he's yelling at them and they're kind of like uh-huh and he's like you like to play soccer and they're like yeah yeah you know being very defensive yeah creepy guy maybe we do maybe we don't what of it (laughs) 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 who fucking asked you (laughs) And uh, they're totally giving off the I'm creeped out vibe. Right. And I can't really do anything about it. You know, like I You're know You're unloading I, a truck. I'm unloading a truck. But, uh, and not that I would anyway. This is kind of funny for me. Sure. So <laughs> I'm starting to enjoy myself <laughs> Little street again. theater. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, uh, and he's like. King like Street, by the way, is a prime place for street theater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's yeah. gold. So we... Uh, I'm unloading the truck, and he's like, you wait right here. And uh, they're kind of like, uh-huh. See, you know, getting ready how old to book. I want to say 12 years okay, old. Okay, here's what happens. I'm, I'm 12. Yeah. Somebody says, hey, wait right there. That's like the signal for me to say, eh, fuck, fuck off. You. <laughs> 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 yeah. And bolt the other direction. Exactly. Yeah. Well, anyway, so they were kind of like, you know, there were three of them, so I... They like weren't they scared. Were, they weren't scared. I feel like if it had been one kid, he would have been tearing ass sure. in the other direction. <laughs> 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 ah! Calling the cops on his cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> I needed adults. I needed adults. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so there's three of them. So they're kind of standing and he runs to his car and uh, he gets like a bunch of little pamphlets. And a taser and some ether. <laughs> <laughs> Does this smell like chloroform? (laughs) (laughs) Kids, smell like chloroform. (laughs) But, so, so, you know, he hands him the little pamphlets, and he's like, you come, you come, it's it's Saturday, there are lots of professional soccer players be there, and, you know, he's good time. (laughs) And he's just being a nice guy. As he is. But the Skyline delivery guy is looking at me like, you better fucking call the cops. You should call the cops now. Yeah. And I don't really, like, I could have said to him, like, look, I know him, he's not, he's harmless, like, don't even worry about it. 
and I wasn't in a chatty mood. <laughs> so I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time he's like, you know, like giving me the, like, aren't you going to, you're not going to. Seriously? Because I think I'm going to call him. I'm going to get on my CB. I just kind of shrug and laugh. And I'm like, those crazy pedophiles and their antics. The the old soccer trick. Looks like he's not getting these guys. They're too smart for him. Foiled again. Safety in numbers and all that. But, yeah, and, you know, I didn't have the heart to tell Asmir that, what he was doing was extremely creepy, and he he had the best of intentions. Sure, and he, like, but you know why? In Bosnia, <laughs> that's like perfectly normal. Exactly. You're gonna matter. tell him, you wouldn't you, He's gonna see those kids on the street. He's gonna say, "Hey, kids, I'm starting this soccer club. Woo, soccer! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, soccer. We bring friends. <laughs> yeah. See you Saturday. In any case, see you Saturday. What is that? What? How can I do accents and you can just not? I don't know. Well, I mean, I think I can do accents. No, that was an I've ac- never really That was an it. accent. <laughs> that was some accent. <laughs> that was retarded Slavic kid. Who's going to see him Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. So, uh, anyway, yeah. that's uh, <laughs> It was just really funny to watch the... The culture shock. That's uh, that's some special stuff going. Yeah, on. Yeah, and those kids definitely. They, I mean, like as soon as they got the pamphlets, and which I'm sure they tossed <laughs> on the side <laughs> of the ground <laughs> for fear. Poor Asmir goes by and sees those on the ground. Like, single oh. tear. That's single tear. That just rolls down. <laughs> I just want to make the children happy. <laughs> <laughs> Start soccer for club. the love of soccer. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, it was very. It was nice. I enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, that was very nice of you to yeah. stand on the sidelines for that whole thing. <laughs> well, I yeah, fuck you, truck driver. Fuck you, Asmir. Fuck you, kids. I didn't quite know what to do. <laughs> I you was can all bite my I ass. I was just standing in awe. You yeah. know, it's just one of those. Again, the situation was so weird that you don't know. That where to does. Start. That sounds a little bit like a Fellini movie. Yeah, yeah. it's Fellini esque. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what you got? Y- you know, I've been, uh, I've been watching, uh, The Amazing Randy. Right, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna talk to you about that. I'm really working on my, uh, pencil turning trick. <laughs> I went downstairs and practiced a few more times. I want to get good at Man, it. Man, I, he's, he's, uh, busting psychics and, and, uh. uh did you see him busting Yuri again more recently? Oh, no, really? The compass trick? Oh, I saw that on there, but I didn't watch it. Yeah. Yeah, busted him again. Yeah, you know, the fact that anybody gives Yuri Geller any credibility at any point in his so-called career is beyond me. I mean, that guy is a charlatan, a fraud, yeah. a, a total fake. Yeah, and proven so. And people just don't give a damn. So desperate nope. are they to believe in fairies. They just don't give a fucking rat's ass. What is that? I don't know. What is that in the human spirit? I, you got to believe know. in invisible shit. Well, you know, I was listening to The Amazing Randy, and he was talking about, you know, like, to live in a world of reality, you have to be willing to give up some ideas that might be very comforting. But they're just ideas. You know? They're just, they're, n- they're not real. You know? If you want to live, if you want to see the truth, and you want to know 
the real world, you have to give up your superstitious notions that might make you feel better. How do those things make you feel better, though? I don't know. Some people find it very comforting to think that there's, you know, m- maybe something magical in the world. You know? There is shit that's magic-like in the world. Right, exactly. You know, I mean, there's, there's, there's amazing, yeah, and that's, incredible things. And that's things. enough for you and me. You know, because when you think about it... You know, just think about this. There's more stars in the heaven... Yeah. Then there are grains of sand on the earth. Ooh. Uh, to me... Dropping some knowledge up d- on to us. To me, that's pretty profound. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. No, th- I mean, that is amazing. I mean, that's just... And, and how about this? All the things in the universe, we're made out of the same shit yeah. that everything in the universe is made out of. Right. That's pretty cool. People, they come together. <laughs> People, they fall apart. Yep. No one can stop us now. Because we're all made of stars. What's that from? Moby. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who sings that? <laughs> Moby. Yeah, maybe we should yeah. keep it that way. <laughs> that's what I was trying to say. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what I wanted that. to say. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, family guy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's pretty incredible stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, um, you know, the, you think of the, of the statistical odds of our existence, you know, from a personal level, the chance of your great grandparents getting together and those parents getting together and then moving somewhere else and getting together and then you b- coming into existence. Pretty without dying. It's wonder I'm here at all. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So. There's the a magic for me. That's pretty magical yeah. that's pretty magical so what so now you gotta make shit up on top of that Again, that's not I, I enough think we've had this discussion before although maybe not while it was being recorded but uh, i think it is a inability for people to well at first okay uh i'm fairly certain that religion was created as a way to keep people in line. It provided a moral code for morons. Okay, fine. Let's say you that know? that's true. Let's okay. say that that's true. All right, all right, all right, all right. Then, okay, and maybe even really early stuff, you know, was because y- the human mind is keen at perceiving, it looks for patterns, Okay. And I think very early religion was us just fucking up the pattern. Y- you know, seeing, interpreting the pattern wrong. Okay? See what I'm, I'm listening All to right. you. So, okay. So, uh, imagine this. When imagine when this. When primitive when men. When men nod their head, that means they agree with you. When women do it, that means they heard what you said. Right. Okay? I neither nodded my head nor said anything. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> So, <laughs> thanks for the vote of confidence. <laughs> I'll keep going now. Yeah. Uh, so, what I'm saying, I'm, all right, imagine primitive man. Okay, I got a head. picture in my mind. Does he look like Fred Flintstone? He looks like uh, uh, Phil Hartman playing the caveman lawyer. Okay, I will accept that. What Pri- do I know? I'm only a caveman. All right, bump it up a couple hundred years. All right. We're thinking maybe Aztecs. Uh, 
you know, starting to form small civilizations. So you want to give me you want to give me people with language? Yeah, I want to give you people with language and small civilization. But can they write? Maybe, maybe not. Can they draw <laughs> pictures? Yes. Okay, so right. they got a they got a, a written communication of a man. Sure. Okay. So they've noticed that the volcano erupts. Okay. Sure. They notice it's powerful, and they don't understand how it works. Okay. Okay. One day, someone falls into the volcano. Okay. Doesn't erupt that day. Completely unrelated. But now they've got it in their head. Somebody falls into the cano- volcano, it doesn't erupt. You know, this thing that we don't quite understand seems to have a will of its own. So they make a fallacy of inductive reasoning. Yes. And I'm thinking that... A post hoc fallacy. Right. And so they're thinking, okay, well, this thing that seems to have a will of its own, when we, when the person it's fell in... It's post hoc ergo proctor hoc. Right. Fallacy. I'm with you. So this thing that seemed to have a will of its own, uh, when the person fell in, it didn't erupt that day. You know, maybe someone falling into the volcano made it happy. You know, because you, you got to think that they're only able. Well, to it see mostly doesn't now. erupt, and only sometimes it erupts, right? Right. Okay. You know, and so they're thinking, well, as long as we keep throwing bodies in there, won't erupt. You know? And if uh, it does erupt when you throw a body in there, it's because we didn't do it right. You know? And so all of a sudden you're in, you're getting these superstitions. I mean, you notions. pretty much just described the basis of stupidity, but yes, okay, go ahead. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to. So you're I'm saying. I'm not going to fight you on that. <laughs> so you're saying that. Uh, because one thing happens after another thing in the sequence of events, right? That people were so stupid that they thought that one thing caused the other thing, right? A post hoc ergo proctor hoc fallacy, right? Exactly. Okay. And I'm thinking that it stemmed from that, you know, and it but became this. But and the then the ancient Greeks knew about those fallacies because they came up with post hoc ergo proctor hoc, right? And I think that at a certain point. It became useful as a tool to keep people in line. I can see the use of information asymmetry. Right. In other words, I know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. Therefore, I'm going to boss you around. Okay. Okay. And that's a kind of, that is a tactic of religions. Right. Okay. But it still doesn't explain why... People who have better information continue to want to delude themselves. All right, you're talking about, like, you know, I can tell children, okay, that there's a Santa Claus. Right. Okay? And as long as Santa Claus keeps bringing them presents on Christmas, there's really no reason for them to disbelieve the thing. Okay. Okay? Um, and they're stupid. You know, they don't have better information, and they trust you. Okay. So, you know, the, the, the situation... I think you've just described the religion, you know, experience. <laughs> you've got a priest whom people know and trust. 
saying that he has information that you don't have. There is a god. I know you can't see him, but he's there always watching you, taking care of you, and loving you. Okay, you know? so and you don't think that that appeals to people who may well, let not me tell you. Let me tell you how much it appeals to them. How okay. old were you when you figured out there wasn't a Santa Claus? Well, I don't think you guys ever actually... How old were you? I was, must have been very I young. never told you there wasn't a Santa Claus. You came to me and asked me. I don't know. I'd say eight years oldish, seven years oldish. I'm pretty young. And I didn't... Because I remember, I, in my mind, I can't remember a time where I ever thought there was a Santa Claus. Okay. So, but, so there you I mean, I remember even being really young and you showing me a video of, like, you know, big old boots and maybe some red pants going past, like, you guys had kind of tried to stage a little thing, you know, like, maybe there's a close, maybe there's a news to say, you know? And I was like, that seems like dad. Um, so your mind, your natural curiosity, mm-hmm. led you to begin to inquire. Right. So, you know, all right, when was the first time you, I'm trying to think of something that we might have, uh, you know, when was the first time you went, no, I think I'm fucking old enough to cross the street by myself. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if there was an epiphany moment for that. No, but there was a time eventually, right? Yeah, there was a moment for sure. Yeah, and whether I had told you it was okay or not, you were going to be like, eh, I really think I can do this. Yeah. So people have minds, of the, even when somebody they trust is saying, ah, man, I really don't think you ought to smoke. Right. You try it anyway, right? Sure. So So even though someone who loves you and trust and you you trust right. You know, says this is probably not good for you. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm, "You know what? Fuck you. I'll find out for myself." Right. Hmm. I just think that at a point you're you you question these things. You you you're natural unless something prevents you. Right, but wouldn't you say that that kind of tells the story of atheism throughout the ages, and now atheism is becoming more and more around? You know, like it's becoming more prevalent. See, I think it's always been around. Well, I think I know it's always been around. I mean, but I, I think th- it's I think a lot of those people like. There's no way Copernicus believed all the bullshit he was being taught by the church at the time. Well, and and see, that's the thing is, I think it's always been around. I just think it's more. You know, and, you know, I I have a hard time believing that the people that do believe, I did the air quotes as I said believe, by the way, <laughs> for those of you who can't <laughs> see me, uh, I think... You just painted a lovely word picture. Yeah. I, I have a hard time believing that they actually really, truly believe, you know? You think they're just hedging their bets? Yes. I think they're making something's wager. Whatever. What's his face? Yeah. I can't remember his name. Uh, Hockham's Razor. Hockham's Razor. Hockham's Razor. And Pascal's Wager? Pascal's Wager. Is it Pascal's Wager? Hmm. Pretty sure it is. Since we have the computer at Pascal's Wager. Uh, or Pascal's Gambit. Okay, yeah. 
suggestion proposed by the French philosopher mathematician Blaise Pascal that even though the existence of God cannot be determined through reason, a person should wager as though God exists because living life accordingly has everything to gain and nothing to lose. Pascal formulated his suggestion uniquely on the God of Jesus Christ. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I think The idea being that if there is no God you and you believed in one and behaved as though there was one then you didn't lose anything and if there was one and you behaved as though there was one you gained and if you behaved as though there wasn't one you would surely lose right okay so i believe that i i'd like to believe that most people are secretly making their own little pascal's wager as but as as illogical okay. as that may be but but if i were i mean what if really okay th if in reality okay there the universe was invented by the flying spaghetti monster okay okay and i start going around and saying you know you're fucking out of your mind there's a flying spaghetti monster and you better get on board with flying spaghetti monster or when you die you know you're gonna flying spaghetti monster will turn you into a meatball you'll be a meatball and you know you'll be you know chewed on by a philistine throughout <laughs> eternity <laughs> and 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 so you say you know you say well, that's bullshit there's no evidence for it i'm not going to believe it and i say well you know why you know what's the harm what's the harm in believing it you know because if i'm right you won't be turned into a meatball and if i'm wrong well, not no harm, no gain. Right. Right. But see, and that's the thing is, no one's the person's not actually ever really going to believe. They're just going to say they believe. Well, but then they lose the bet anyway. Right. And I'm thinking most people are losing their bets. <laughs> because if they don't really believe and they're just doing it to get into heaven, yeah. You know, isn't their uh, vengeful God gonna see through that? Yeah. Well, you know, and and then there's the whole thing of like I know a lot of people who don't believe in who are not subscribing to an, a religion per se. Yana. <laughs> <laughs> but they do get the feeling that there's a creator or something big or I don't know, nature or There is nature. Well, I believe in nature. There's no avoiding it. it, right. it, it I, you are part of it. No, but they believe that nature has a will or something. That's retarded. Exactly. But anyway, they get that feeling. Nature and has there, a there's will. there's a part of your brain that creates that feeling. The, the stupidity gene? I don't know, but it's a part of your brain. Haven't you ever heard of the God helmet? No. It's a helmet you put on and it stimulates a certain part of your brain and you believe... That you're hearing the voice oh of God. Oh, yes, I have heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it breaks, you know, I, I mean, it breaks down the barriers. Schizophrenics suffer from it often. Sure. Because there's a part, you know, Julian James did a lot of research into this stuff. Okay. It, and he, they believe that there's a part of your brain that, uh, you know, you can hear voices. Like if I tell you, think it, you, you remember your Aunt Anne? Yeah. Think of her voice. You can conjure it, can't you? You can hear it. Yeah. If you think about it, it's saying something to you. Yeah. But your rational brain knows that you're the one creating it. Right. But if I can inhibit the rational part of my the brain. rational part of your brain that knows that you're creating the voice, you might think, what is that? What's that fucking thing I'm hearing? 
Right. In fact, Julian Jaynes argues in his book, The Origins of Consciousness and the Breakdown of the Bicameral Mind. Right. The fucking title. Um... <laughs> That that <laughs> couldn't have gone with just creepy shit you hear in your yeah, head. Yeah, no. So he argues that <laughs> that it was an evolutionary step that that awareness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that we evolved that awareness. That we didn't always have that awareness, and that we can function without that awareness. In other words, we can function without being self-aware, in much in the way dogs function. You sure. know, dogs function, and they're. You know, we don't believe they're very self-aware, but they react to pain stimulus and they act to all kinds of stimulus, but they're not necessarily reflective about their behavior. Sure. Right? Um, so, and they can even learn certain things and might even have some language and stuff like that without being reflective about their behavior, but that reflective and the ability to be powerfully reflective was actually an evolved trait that that we somehow, the pressures of uh, existence uh, weeded awarded, out. Awarded those with that. Awarded those with, with an additional ability. ability to survive. Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, uh, I'm inclined to agree with you there. So. Er, so. So. Uh, all this to say? Uh, well, all this to say that... Um, th you know, even though I can shut off a part of your brain so you hear voices, yeah, uh, still don't mean them voices are there. True. Right. So, and the minute we have our rationality, right, we can begin to understand that we're creating the, uh, those voices ourselves. Right. So only in a damaged brain would you assume <laughs> that they were from God. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that religious people are brain damaged? Nope. But if they're hearing God, there's something wrong. Okay. Uh, if you're hearing God, <laughs> like literally hearing right, God. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Perhaps so you should be looked at. So, in spite of that, b you know, b beside from that, you know, why... I mean, not everybody on the planet believes in God. True. And we sure as hell don't have all the, the same God. Right. You know, I was watching James Randi. He was just talking about it. He said, uh, people often ask me, do I believe in God? Right. And I always ask them, which one? Right. You know, there's a, a, a pan panoply of gods. Uh -huh. uh, you know, and... W you they know, can't all be right. Uh, yeah, they can't all be right. Exactly. So which one are you talking about, you know? And well, Jesus clearly. And he says, and and he says, and he and he argued. He said, you know, when you're walking down the path in the woods, and a rock hits you from behind, and you go, you know, well, what the hell happened? There must be somebody back there. And then you turn around, you don't see anybody, and your brain desperately wants to figure out why that rock hit you in the head, and so you can start making up some stuff. It must be a god. Right. Must be whatever, and he said that you see the same sort of disconnection from consciousness and from rationality in your dog. He said, "I do all kinds of magic tricks and fool dogs. You know, I I take <laughs> I take a I take a tennis ball and I pretend to throw it, and it, it's <laughs> suddenly it's disappeared, and the dogs are just agitated and irritated. You can see it in them. They're like, what? Because their perception of how the world works." is somehow disturbed. <laughs>
So then they don't know what to make of it, and it makes them very agitated. And he said, I think people get very agitated when they don't know how something works. Mm -hmm. And so they they quickly, one very quick, easy, uncomplicated way to answer all of these uh, anxiety-producing questions is to come up with an all-knowing, all-seeing, all-powerful God that can do anything it wants at any time, and therefore it must have been that. Right. And that makes sense, too. Which is easier than figuring out what the hell it was. Right. It's an easy way. But not a very fitting tribute to human achievement. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, I think you and I could wax on uh, (laughs) about this for quite some time. And considering we've almost done a full show... You're kidding me. Yeah. uh, I think it's about time we... uh, We wrap it? We wrap it. Okay. Um... So it's going to be an extra long show, folks. Enjoy. and uh, Thanks to Francois Fuck Up. Thanks to my Fuck Up. Uh, you'll hear us coming in uh, after me discovering <laughs> that I've not plugged in the microphones <laughs> yet again. <laughs> uh, and we've been talking about uh, the lady at Alice who just can't seem to get any steam behind making the burgers. And now, back to the ride. Oh, you know what fuck. What? When I plugged in. Jose! What the fuck? Uh, no. <laughs> what oh, the hell? No. How is it even possible? I don't know. I don't know what happened. What the I'm going to tell you right now that if it's fuck. subpar, we're cutting it out. Oh my god. How? <laughs> How? <laughs> what the fuck is my problem? <laughs> uh, Soldier, what is your uh, major malfunction? <laughs> I can't go on this way. <laughs> What's it, like every third one? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fuck? Uh, okay, well, you can sit here and cry about it. Or you can say something funny. Well, fuck me gently with a chainsaw. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty. That's fairly funny. I can't believe I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Anyway, moving on. So. So yes, they're. They're not. They're not better than their job. No. If they were better than their job, you know what would be true. They'd have a better job. They'd have another job. Right. But they have the job they have. Right. Because, for the moment, for whatever reason, they're no better than that job. You're never better than the job you're doing. If you think you're better than the job you're doing, you're deluding yourself. I'm doing a pretty shitty job at keeping this thing plugged in. Uh, listen, <laughs> I'm not you better were, than that. If, you, if I was paying you for this, <laughs> I'd have fucking fired you long ago. Yeah. Okay? Oy. Um, and then you'd be doing some other job, and then you could say, I'm better than that job I was doing. I'm <laughs> better than that <laughs> But not better than the job I have. You're never better than the job you have. Yes. And I will say, you took the job, you agreed to the terms, you may not have been happy about them, may or may not have been, who knows, but you agreed to the terms right. of the job, so do the fucking job. Yeah. Don't... Be half-assed about it. Yeah. It's just shitty. It reflects poorly on you. Well, I think the woman who was uh, 
putting my burgers ever so Didn't know slowly. any better. Yeah, she was just, in her mind, she was thinking, oh, things have slowed down. I can slow I down. I can slow down. This guy's not in a hurry to eat, like the three guys in front of him. Right. You know, I don't have to work harder. You know, I'm not going to piss off the three guys that aren't behind him by taking my time. I'm just going to piss off this one guy. <laughs> <laughs> Which seems an acceptable trade-off. <laughs> right. Right. But I was I was getting irritated, and I was kind of tapping my fingers a little bit and trying to make it clear that I was in a hurry, yeah. but nothing. Nothing. And she was just taking her sweet, sweet-ass fucking time. <laughs> I literally stood there the longest I've ever stood there. Uh... That's not right. In a place like that, you should be in and out, you know, five minutes tops. Yeah. It was bad. Anyway, I was pissed off. I got a little indigestion for my burgers, though. Really? I got to tell you right now. I got nothing. I'm good. feel great. And I don't normally get indigestion, but I think it's because I pounded those three cheeseburgers. I ate them faster than you did. Yeah, I don't know. I was done all my burgers and fries before you were done your last burger. Sweet. You proud of that? A little bit. I don't know why, though. All right. Hey, listen, you take your pride wherever you can find it, pal. Uh-huh. You're not... Do not pass. It specifically says, no passing on right, and watch somebody blow by me on the right. Yeah, you know they will. <sighs> so, I wanted to take a second and have you explain, because I heard someone say something stupid on the news okay i know <laughs> your I'm jaw just as stupid. i can see your jaw dropping now i'm just well yes out of shock and surprise but yeah. you know i'm just as stupid as the next guy on the news i know <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice dad yeah. no. uh, but that's not even true so i want you to take a second because i wanted to talk about accumulation of wealth Okay. Because, and the stupid thing that I heard was something along the lines of, uh, you know, this will provide uh, tax cuts for the poor and the rich will be taxed more. Okay. You know, and he was spinning it in a light that was like, good, you know, those fucking wealthy motherfuckers will get what's coming to them. Right. You know? And it got me thinking about the fact that a lot of people think that if I have more, you have less. Right. You know, right. and that whole the zero flaw. sum fallacy. Right. And right. so let's just take a moment and clear up this stupidity. Well, in a closed system. Yeah. Okay, in a completely closed system where nobody ever invented anything new. Uh, nobody ever had any innovation. Nobody ever had a new idea. And where there was a fixed uh, source of capital. Yeah. Then it would be a zero-sum game. Right. And if I got more, it would be because I got that from somebody else. Right. Right? All. I mean, you'd have to assume that all the money was evenly distributed in the in the beginning yeah and that we all got an equal share and then we disposed of it however we disposed of it some people ending up with more some people ending up with less right um and not that that's an especially bad 
thing to begin with uh-huh. on the face of it because, you know, what if I work harder than you do? Right. Or I, I, I you know, produce more than you do. Right. So, uh, you know, so you, so I work harder, I, I grow more potatoes. Uh, you didn't work as hard, so you need some of my potatoes to get you through the winter. So you trade me some of your cash right. for some of my potatoes. Right. And now I have a little more cash and you get to eat. Right. And you might look at that as your cash began to get low and go, I better fucking get my ass in gear because if that happens three more times, I'm not going to have any cash. I'm not going to be able to buy any more potatoes. Right. You might use that as a motivating factor. Right. But... But uh, we don't live in a closed system, and we're constantly generating new wealth, and we're always adding new, uh, I mean, you know, wealth it just represents work or product or service, you know, so labor, uh, inventory, or uh, rent that you can trade that for. Right. And it's just a, you know, it, it, it represents it temporarily. So if suddenly there's a new person in the world, for example. Yeah. He can do more work. Right. So so now, you know, two people can produce more work than one person produces. So population adds to the potential wealth of a, a system. Right. So population is one factor. Now... And innovation, for example, if I can take the same amount of land right. and grow twice as much corn on it tomorrow than I did last week through a new farming technique, yeah. suddenly I've made that land worth more. Right. So now there's again more wealth in the world. Right. And, and, in fact, and not only and that, in fact, but not you've only almost made all farming land of that mo- quality twice as, twice as valuable. Twice as potentially valuable. Right. Right. Because if I share that technique, then and ultimately those techniques get shared right then everybody else can grow twice as much and right. we've added more wealth to the so we don't live in a closed system and we're always adding new wealth to the system so right so the fact that somebody is accumulating wealth may or may not be a result of their additional productivity right so that's the wealth aspect of it is right um well i guess the thing that really pisses me off is is when you know somebody else thinks that because somebody has money they must have ripped off other people to get it right and uh, while that does happen uh it usually doesn't happen right uh it, it usually happens in other ways uh, it usually happens through people coming up with an innovation that people find desirable and are and happily part with their money for. Like, for example, as much as everybody hates Bill Gates and Microsoft, they still want fucking Windows. They right. want their Windows, and if they didn't, then they wouldn't have it because there would be uh, there are other operating systems. There's right. Linux. There's you know B or whatever it was called for a while that flopped terribly. Uh, you know Sun. Wait, what produ- was it called? B. What is that? It was an operating system that, for a brief moment, wanted to take a run at. But Microsoft, just so, you know, it was the Apple operating system, essentially the window, you know, a sort of window uh, graphical user interface that was 
way cheaper than Apple's interface. Okay. And so people wanted the Apple's interface, but they didn't want to pay all that money for it. And so somebody came up with a cheap way to do the Apple's interface. Maybe not quite as good. Arguably not quite as good. Right. Some, in some ways, arguably infinitely more flexible. But whatever. Right. That debate you can have all day long. But what you cannot debate is that people wanted Windows and they wanted it in a bad way. Right. And programmers began to develop for Windows, making Windows even more desirable and more valuable, quite frankly. Right. Um, I mean, I would say, I, and I'd have to really think about this to really get behind it, but Bill Gates has probably improved output productivity of all people all over the world probably more than any other person in history. Right. You know, the inventors of the car hugely improved productivity and also reduced waste because all of a sudden you were able to get product to new markets before it went bad. So, you know, there's all sorts of ways that you increase wealth. For example, if you come up with a way to keep uh, vegetables from spoiling, you've added immensely to productivity, provided that method doesn't cost more than the spoiled vegetables would have. Right. Right? So all these things, all these innovations and all these improvements add to the wealth of the world and to productivity. Okay. And people who produce well, in my opinion, should be rewarded well. Right. And it's not connected to what anybody else deserves. You know, you deserve what you get, essentially. Right. You deserve what you produce. You know, if you don't produce anything, you probably don't deserve very much. Right. The, I mean, in my opinion, you know, and, and the people disagree with me, but in my opinion, uh, the world doesn't owe you squat. Yeah. you got to make your own way. Yes. And the only thing the world owes you is a bit of respect in the sense that people don't try to harm you in making your way. Right. Um, and, and the truth of the matter is, is that the world doesn't even really owe you that. It's just that it's one of the benefits of the technology that is society. Society is a technology. Right. You know, I mean, it's a, it, it's a human invention, uh, a human technology. You don't think of it as a technology, but it is a technology and it's developed to keep the mighty from abusing the less mighty. Right. You know, from ripping them off yeah. just blatantly. Because there is, what is wrong is stealing from people. Um, but, uh, you know, the the money that Microsoft made, and there, you know, there's some areas where this is debatable. Right. You know, because they might have engaged in some predatory practices uh, in certain markets and in certain instances. Sure. Again, you got to prove that. And if you can prove it, all of the existence of Microsoft, there's been uh, Sherman's Antitrust Act. Right. And uh, protections against uh, predatory practices and monopolistic behaviors. And, and, there n and s as Microsoft was not a contributor to either the Democrats or the Republicans for the longest time, right. they would have loved nothing better than to get their hands on this big bag of money. Right. And which they could have easily done with an antitrust suit if they could have found a way to do one. And right. they did, ultimately. They found an antitrust suit. Uh -huh. And I think the guy's now the... Jeez, uh, I don't know if he's... 
he's a big shot now, either in the Obama administration or the... Right. Anyway, he, uh, he's an attorney of some variety, or maybe he's attorney general now. Right. I, I can't remember how it works. But... Um, but they found a way to get his money. But they found That's a way. What they counts. found a way to go after Microsoft, and maybe it was warranted, and maybe it's not. I don't know enough about the case to tell you. Um, but what I do know is is that it is iffy, right? What are deemed predatory practices? It is a real. It's a real debate because you don't. Like, for example, I want to beat my competition. Like, my competition on Church Street, you know, I have a, we have a little store, right? Mm-hmm. And we want to beat our competition. Is that a predatory behavior? Yeah, yeah, in a manner of speaking, it is. We want to get the customers away from our competition and into our store. Yeah. So we do things like we run specials. Right. You know, and we advertise in certain ways to, you know, and... But... What we don't do and what we don't have the power to do is strong arm our, for example, if I were to tell, if I were to, let's say I was a big advertiser with the Burlington Free Press. Sure. And and, and I am. Mm-hmm. But let's say I was to say to them, listen, if you guys want my advertisement, you can't run uh, that guy's advertisement. Right. And they'd be like, oh, fuck, you know, here I've got a big, my biggest customer telling me I can't run this other guy's ads. That would be a predatory practice. Yeah. And in to the extent that they do that, then I'm actively seeking to harm my competition. Yeah. Okay? And that, my competition needs to be protected from. Yes. Okay? And that's what antitrust laws are supposed to do. Hmm. So, but all that to say, if I don't do that, then every fucking penny I get, right. I deserve. Right. You know, we earned it. We, people wanted our product. And I'll tell you the other flip side of that is that if people really wanted to shut Microsoft down, right. they could do it tomorrow. Yes. By stopping buying their products. Yeah. Tomorrow. I swear to God, <coughs> by the end of the week, Microsoft would be at its knees. Yeah. If people stopped and they would go away. And we know that that's true because big companies fail. They fail when they stop producing what customers want. Right. Look at the car companies in the United States. They're producing these shitty, ugly, b- bullshit, gas-guzzling cars. And people said, fuck you. <laughs> we don't <laughs> want them. And, and Honda, on the other hand, was producing these uh, cars that people did want, that were yeah. got better gas mileage, were better built, were longer-lasting, were, you know, had all these advantages. And the, the people told those other car companies... Screw you! And unfortunately, our government bailed them out. Right. Uh, but that's oh, but it would have been fun to watch them burn. But that's a different story. Yeah. But they, but they were on their way out. Yeah. They were done. Yeah. They were failing. So big companies can absolutely fail, uh, and can and do fail. Yeah. Uh, when when the pub when they don't do what the public wants. Right. Uh, and 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 the people have control over that. So the fact that. That Until the government bails them out. That's right. So the fact that somebody, you know, wealthy has money, uh, you know, I think, you know, I mean, people are jealous of people who have money, for one. Yeah. Uh, they they assume that their gains were ill-gotten. Yeah. Uh, so, and that's sort of a justification for class warfare. You know, I mean, people say, well, he must not deserve it, or he stole it from somebody. You know, it's a, sort of a... Uh, uh, shallow 
justification. Um, in some instances, it may be right, but go ahead and prove it. And if those games were ill-gotten, then we, you know, we'll all get behind you. Right. Uh, but if with pitchforks, with torches, pitch, with pitchforks. But but taxation is a way to sort of subvert the having to prove that they actually ill-got their gains. Right. <laughs> you know, you just you create a progressive tax system, and who wouldn't like? And progressive tax systems are a bit dishonest to begin with, right. because essentially you just do the numbers, right? You just <laughs> say, let's say we're going to tax everyone in the top thirty percentile. Mm. Well, everyone in the bottom seventy, a natural majority. Right. Says, yeah, let's tax those motherfuckers. You know, less tax for me, more tax from them. And that's an easy vote to pass because you can get a plurality, you can get a big majority for that. Right. Right? Uh, so, and Plato, in fact, argued in, in his uh, Republic right. that the... The only problem with the democracy the is that it can vote itself largesse from the... It, that that the it will fail. He said, he said a democracy will fail when the majority discovers that they can vote themselves largesse large from, from the, the pocket of the majority. From the minority. Uh, from the minority, rather. Yeah. And, and he's quite right. Mm -hmm. You know, that is a failing. And that's why individual rights and protections are so important, because majorities can have mob rule, right. and they can just go take what they want, ultimately. You who know? doesn't love a little mob rule every once in a while? Well, it is fun, a little mob rule. Yeah. You get your pitchfork. You get your mob mentality going. Yeah. I, I get my uh, torch. Yeah. You I get, get your pitchfork. I get my <laughs> we get the torches and pitchforks we and all our grow overalls and we all straw go, hats. We all, go, we all grow beards and go downtown and, uh, and you know, beat up the village idiots. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, I guess we'll find out if uh, any of <laughs> this may or may not be yeah the end of the the podcast. end of the podcast. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, contact at daily ride dot com is the email. Yes, yes. And uh, www.daily-ride.com is the or website. Or www.daily-ride yep. is also the same <laughs> website, but with a dash as opposed to a hyphen. <laughs> and, and I prefer uh, the dash. And tell a friend. Sure, tell your friends. Yeah, not if the episode is crappy, though. Yeah, don't tell if it's a if you just listen to a shitty episode. <laughs> tell them about another <laughs> tell episode. Tell them about an episode you that like made more. you laugh. Yeah. I haven't uh, listened to that that's one. That's right. And then it will make the next one's funnier. Yeah, we promise. Yeah. Right on. Right on. <laughs>